Jason Fury. Yep. Did you know that in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, the the character of King Shark was physically played by the actor Stephen Agee, who is also in the movie as himself, well, not as himself, but as another character, but was voiced by Sylvester Stallone. I knew the voice was Sylvester Stallone, Rocky himself, but uh, who had, uh, what's, what's this character, Eggy? What was he? Who'd he play? An inmate? Uh, he is John Economos. He's a uh, he was oh he was the the tech guy working for Amanda Waller. He was he was the one with the the bit the big guy with the kind of the long hair. Oh the beard. Okay. Oh that yeah guy. yeah. He's just kind of goofing, just taking Goof. bets and stuff. So he played he did the motion capture for King Shark. Yeah, we don't want another like Andy Circus like hey just put me in like get my mug in there you know what I mean? Right right. Just do it right off the bat. Just give him a, give him some credit. All yep. right. Well, I knew half of that, but or I knew one fourth of that. I, I'll, I'll give you a fourth. That was a good one. All right. Adam Roth. Yeah. Did you know? And I think you did, but I want to. I think we might have said this before. Uh, James Gunn wanted Dave Bautista for the role of Peacemaker, which is obviously John Cena in this movie, and uh, Dave Bautista turned the role down, even though I'm, I think he would have probably been a good fit. Um, but he turned it down so he could be the lead in Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Ooh. Ouch. Good uh, choice. I did I did know that. Yeah. And maybe well, I think I think that John C- Cena, Cena, what is it? Cena? Cena. I think he was actually very good. He was uh, great. So, so I think it turned out for the best, but I think maybe uh, not a good choice on Dave Bautista's part. I think he just saw it's a paycheck and a leading role. Versus, and a lead role. Yeah. yeah. A like a lead role, that's a big deal. On Netflix, Netflix is where all the cool kids are right now. I could totally see it. Yeah, I get it. But like, uh, yeah. But I guess we'll decide we'll we'll talk about if it was cinematically a good choice. Yeah, I think so. I uh, yeah, I don't know because this is such an ensemble cast. Like, I don't blame them. Like, I guess so was Army of the Dead though. There were a lot of a lot of people in that movie. Yeah, um, there was a lot. There was a there was arguably more more leads in that movie or more you know main characters. There were more people, but they were all less interesting. Right, I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm not counting the zombie horde. I'm just counting like the characters. Right. Right. All right, so that brings us to The Suicide Squad, 2021's James Gunn-directed, what do we call this, remake, re-envisioning, kind of sequel, but not to w- 2016's Suicide Squad? I would say it's like a soft course correction cool. Right. I think if he didn't touch a few people like Rick Flagg or Amanda Waller, or at least... I shouldn't Captain say the same. Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. I, I should say, if he didn't get the same actors to portray them, it would be less confusing. But I think they really wanted to get um, Margot Robbie in this one. So they right. had to kind of, like, they couldn't just pluck just her. Maybe they could have, but I don't know. 
I mean, she seems to be DC's, uh, you know, connective tissue in terms of being in, a, in all the different, you know, seemingly disconnected movies. Right. She's been in Suicide Squad. She was in the Harley Quinn movie and For, yeah. The Suicide For, Squad. Was she in anything right. else? Uh, well, Birds of, Birds of Prey. That's the Harley Quinn movie, right? Same thing, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous blah, 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 blah. Not funny, long title thing. Jeez. Jeez. Did you see that? Yeah, I didn't think... I didn't... I wasn't offended by it, but I could not tell you much of what happened in it. Right. I don't... Rem- I just don't remember. Um, yeah. It's, it's, I, I guess we could, we could do a... We could, yeah, we could do what? a recap. I, I just I remember Obi Wan Kenobi showing up and he was doing bad man things. Right. Bad yeah, he was he was doing doing uh black mask kind of things. He went to the dark side. In he went that to movie. the dark side. Speaking of speaking of Obi Wan be referencing Star Wars and movies, did you ever see the movie The Men Who Stare at Goats? Who hasn't? Okay, so you so you have? No, I haven't. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, it was like uh, it was maybe like ten years, ten years old, maybe more, but it was about this this program, this military program where they were like, supposedly it's based on a true story where they were, you know, dealing with with psychic warfare where they were they were trying to test whether people could could control you know uh, harness mind control. And you, and McGregor's in it, doing an American accent, and he constantly is referring to people using Jedi, their Jedi powers. Really? It's very weird. Yeah. Interesting. I did yeah. not know that. I have to check that one out. Not. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not great, but some people like it. All right. Uh, all right. All right. But as far as the Suicide Squad, what did you think, Jason? That's such a broad question. That's such a basic question. What are we on a subway? Well, I thought that's where we were. Thought I thought it was pretty good. This is my stop. All right. Well, it was good to see you. Talk to you later. Peace. Maker. Uh, yeah. Well, um, let's talk about the original Suicide Squad for two seconds. Hit or miss? Uh, miss. But I think that there were some elements of it that were maybe kind of cool and that were overlooked because the movie was such a such a misfire and so so uh tonally you know all over the place i mean it was the introduction uh, of live action harley quinn that was like a gift to cinemas it was you didn't like harley quinn in the original suicide squad that's like but, that but, totally that's right. yeah, her. You're, you're, no but i'm yeah i'm just thinking about it yeah i guess that that is the first time we saw her that's right yeah, that was like uh, a huge that was a breakout role for her. Right. Uh I don't know for some reason I thought she was she was strewn in somewhere before, but all right, yeah, that was her first. No, that was it. First. Uh it it was uh it was weak. Um I didn't I didn't like the sort of like kind of like gangster element, the kind of like the kind of aesthetic that it had. Like spray painty. Yeah, just the sort of gritty, like hardcore, street, street ga- gangster kind of hardcore. I think that director, 
he did that that bright thing on on uh, Netflix with the elves and Will Smith. David Ayer. David Ayer. Yeah, I I don't I don't his his aesthetic you didn't is like not. Bright? I thought Bright was fun. Eh, I didn't like it. I liked Fe- I thought Fury was pretty good. The the tank movie. The I actually like that. Yeah. But but uh, I don't know. I just the aesthetic of it was just kind of kind of not interesting to me. Was Indiana uh, Jones Jr. in ta- uh, Fury? I think so. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Okay. Oh. I think it's the same um, movie. Um, yeah, the ten- the, the yeah. Uh, okay. I well, I mean, would you agree I, that it made a great movie trailer? That's well. That's all it was. It was. I mean, it, I. I mean, the the trailer was yeah, it was great. It was really and good. Apparently, it was it was so great that they re you know that they brought in the trailer park editors to you know to recut the whole movie to to make it closer in tone to that. To a tra- to like a music video. To a music video, and yeah. it was just. I mean, it was just just needle drops one after another, and just weird. Uh, just weird just weird okay i mean weird can be good but weird in a bad way weird yeah let me let me be a little more specific than that yeah weird in a in a way that was um because the suicide squad is very weird also yeah but i felt like it was weird in a more sure-footed way it, it sure. knew it knew what kind of weird that it was yeah it owned it it wore it on its sleeve and it was like a signature it wasn't like a mess it was it was very it was this yeah it was very sure what kind of weird it was doing the first one was just it was it was apparent that it was cut to shit right and there was all of these uh the Joker stuff was I th- I thought that was horrible. I thought his Joker was just annoying. It's one of the worst Jokers I've it's probably the worst Joker I've ever seen. It was very annoying. It, it Actually, felt like I'm was... I'm going to just say it flat out. It's the worst Joker. Yeah, and you know, I'm I think it's it's cool that we live in the age of of course corrections and that, you know, Zack Snyder would bring him back in to to give it another shot with the that little end scene of uh what was it the, the Zack snyder's the justice Zack snyder, league Zack snyder's the justice league and he did he did fare better there yeah um, because he got rid of all that gangstery kind of weird streety stuff and he was just kind of manipulative and just pecking at batman's brain which is like a great version like that was way better than anything he did in suicide squad yeah suicide squad it seemed like he was doing a Jim Carrey's the mask impression <laughs> very often he was doing like Jim Carrey's the mask but like meets Heath Ledger's Joker now now keep Heath out of this well but the, he was very he, he was clearly very beholden to that to that uh, performance good you luck know? man he's not going to ever achieve Heath Joker performance with that that approach it was just too goofy and weird uh, I agree, but and, and, and just he, not a good. I just don't think he's a. I mean, I think he maybe he can act in a few things. I don't know. I've never seen him in anything that I was really like, damn, that guy can act. I was. I'm always just kind of annoyed when he shows up, especially when he shows up in like Blade Runner. Like, please I stay know. out of Blade. Please stay out of Blade Runner. I know he stunk up that movie for me. Oh man, Blade Runner would have been so much better if he wasn't in it. You know who was. You know who was supposed to be originally, right? 
Yeah, the guy that played King Shark. No. No. Oh. David Bowie. Oh no, that would be sweet. It was yeah, that was apparently the original choice. You ever um, seen him in the prestige? Uh I'm gonna be honest, I did not see the prestige. Get out of town. Alright, see you later, man. I mean we're talking about the you know, Heath Ledger's Joker, which is yeah. a Nolan flick and this is another Nolan flick. Yeah. Um David Bowie's great in it, if you haven't seen that. I mean of course, Labyrinth, but, you know, The Prestige, he's pretty good. Um, and The Hunger. You ever see The Hunger? I haven't seen that one. Pretty pretty good. Um, uh, well, the, the, point, the point is, is... The heck? I just dropped something. Carry on. Uh... uh yeah, I, I've, <laughs> I've, never, I've never quite been impressed by... by um, by Jared Leto, um, I think he was good. He was good in uh, what was it? Requiem for a Dream, just because he was playing just sort of a uh, a schmuck drug basically. Yeah. Well, plus he was much younger in his career. He, he I, I think his ego has been fed monster berries for quite a while. Right. Right. So he's got this like I'm king shit attitude about everything. He's like I can sing, I can act, I can tap dance. I was like, <laughs> yeah, eh, yeah, I don't know. Like anybody can do all of those things, but be good at them simultaneously is a whole other story. Like, yeah. Yeah, you have a lot of money and you're well connected. Yeah, you can sing and dance. Good luck. Have fun. But you're still stinky poo pooing up my Blade Runner. Yeah, he did. He did stinky poo poo up that movie. Um, but the th- the thing is though is I, it's easy to blame the the shortcomings of of Suicide Squad on him and it wasn't his fault. The no. movie what the uh, movie strictly had, his portrayal. Yeah, that I mean, uh, it just it just didn't. It, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to figure out why it didn't work and put it into words. I mean, it it, it uh, I did like. I did kind of like the like like Aztec like god guy that was you know uh kind of gold and fiery the the bad guy wasn't it a woman well there was two of them there was there was the Car- there was Cara Delevingne who was who was the witch right and she turns into a you know fiery form or something and then there's the other guy who is you know kind of like bigger and more fiery I think I have an answer to your thought. Yeah. Why it didn't work so well. Right. Love it love it or hate it, no matter what we think about the, the performance we saw in Suicide Squad, that character is such a big, iconic character who they just... Ha- it, it just deserved its own movie to flesh out. It should not have what? been... They should not have reintroduced the Joker in this oh, right, right, big right. ensemble mess of a movie with... A billion other characters trying to do things and then just try and like squeeze of course your scenes are going to get cut of so because it's not a joker movie it's a suicide squad movie and it's like one part of one character's backstory so it it just didn't have enough room to breathe and i think yeah i think if it was a full if it was just like batman versus joker movie just like new like even if it was affleck's batman like we never got a chance to like see that relationship or see give him a chance to really shine as the character so we just got like a glimpse at this character i i think if we got a full two-hour movie it would have been more it was 
it, you know what? It, you're, you're right. It was it was what it was. It was trying to do too much, and thus it was it was very unfocused. You know, it was it was trying to do the whole Harley Quinn Joker origin relationship thing, and that was kind of half-assed. But then but, it was. But trying... imagine a movie just Joker and the and Harley Quinn. Yeah. The movie done. Right. right, and it's possible that in the you know the air cut that people seem to want. That's uh, not gonna happen. No, it's not gonna happen. But it's it's possible that maybe there's a good movie that exists in in footage that hasn't been assembled. Hmm. Uh, but it was clearly was not what we saw. Um, I got two things to say. One. I kind of had fun in the theaters when I saw Suicide Squad and it was like, I was like, oh, that was kind of like a fun whatever. I don't know. It's just kind of messy and not great, but it was fun. Um, kind of how I felt about like the third X-Men movie. Like I hate, I hated it and I thought they did all the characters dirty and wrong, but it was like, it's still got this like, it's got a, like a heartbeat to it, you know? Um, but it didn't mm-hmm. sit well over time. And I realized it was uh, kind of the director got done dirty. Second thing is, David Ayer is probably having a very difficult time this month. Because of the Suicide Squad? Yeah, he like brought this into the cinemas and he had this vision and then the studios got a hold of it. And then all of a sudden James Gunn walks in and the studios are like, you can do whatever you want. Have fun. We're not going to make that mistake again. So it's like. Now they just like Warner Brothers is like married to James Gunn now and David Ayer is the ex and he's just like, but I helped mature that studio to think the way they think to let you come in and make the movie you wanted to. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. Um, So he's probably sitting there not happy. Yeah, I I mean, I imagine that, you know, uh, yeah, I can I can I can understand that. But I, I think that fans in you know, as things play out, we'll still recognize that he sort of did the heavy lifting to sort of get the rough form of it, you know, started, at least the foundation laid. And I think that this movie was clearly, it's almost like they looked at what didn't work about the first movie and what did, and they kind of just streamlined everything and made the movie that the first, you know, the first one wanted to be with, with, with this one. It definitely was was like a retry. Yeah, it was basically just a yeah, it was it was totally a a, a re reattempt. And clearly but it you know, clearly was uh it took took bits and you know, bits from the first movie, you know, characters and you know, and tone and and it just refined it and made it more uh cohesive. Can um, we get this treatment for the last Jedi? God, I wish I, 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 I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about, you know, the, the whole, what is it? The world between worlds, the, you know, and the, the mirror verse and all that stuff, the idea of the multiverse in star Wars, all I the say different. Just, yeah. Yeah. The Palpatine, say, the connecting worlds, all that stuff. Just, just do it. I want, I, I just, you know, I, I want another, I, I would do the prequels over. I would, uh, you know, yeah. I would, I would totally be down to see, other interpretations of how those things played out. Carrie Fisher. Uh, yeah. Harrison Ford ain't doing it again. I don't know, man. I th- he sure likes his planes. I think that they could give him another airplane. Breaking it, break the other leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, you broke Jeez, a leg on the first run. Let's try and break that other one. It ain't, a, it ain't, a, it ain't a movie until Harrison Ford breaks something. <laughs> until it's paused. 
It's like, oh, it must be COVID. Nope, Harrison Ford's on the cast. They're right, delayed. Right. Right. Um, okay, let's let's focus here. The Suicide Squad, twenty twenty one, James Gunn. Uh let me throw your question back at you. What did you think? Did you like it? <laughs> uh since we're we're stuck on this here subway, uh, and I since I have mm-hmm. to talk to you, uh, I did. I liked it. I liked it very much. I did too. I liked it a great deal. Um, I'm not gonna jump on the hype train and give it a ten out of ten and say it's the best no. thing ever. No, People no, are going. No. That's so stupid. I hate no, this no. culture where it's like, just because it's the newest thing doesn't mean it has to be the best thing. We can take a breath. We can look at it. It's a great movie. It's a really fun movie. It's probably better than 75% of the DC movies we've gotten in the past, whatever, 10 years. Um, it's not like it's not like the best thing ever, but it's really good. It's a breath of fresh air for the genre. Yeah. I mean, it was... I think when I first watched it, I was... I was like, Wow. I was like, wow, that was, that was, you know, that was so awesome. And, mm-hmm. and it is, it's very, it's very good. But I think, excuse me, I think, um, Ooh. yeah, sorry. I think that I took a second, I thought about it and it's like, okay, it was, it was a fun, uh, you know, it was a fun kind of just, uh, concise, concise version of what we saw before it was a it was a, a a nice ensemble it was basically guardians of the galaxy in the dceu mm-hmm. and that's exactly why they brought james gunn in because exactly. he he gets the ensemble thing he knows how to pit you know have have characters interplay you know play off of one another in a in, a, in an interesting way mm-hmm. um there were there were some things about it where i was like a little bit like huh that was kind of an I don't know why they did that, but okay. Yeah, uh, I was reading about James Gunn, some interview with him, just saying that he just kind of let creativity take the driver's seat, and he didn't like trying to overplan it, and he just kind of like went with it. And I think you know, I think there's an awesome cast. It's really fun, super violent, and something I really appreciate about it is what kind of bothered me in the moment is like very Game of Thrones style formula. It's nobody's safe in this movie and that made me kind of like nervous throughout like in a good way it was like wow Mm -hmm. people are Mm -hmm. getting taken out left and right like they're introducing Mm -hmm. characters they're getting rid of the same character like people are coming and going so fast that i'm just like i can't even catch my breath there were stakes there were high stakes and it was very refreshing because these movies these superhero movies love to just have these obscure deaths or off-screen deaths or or just not straight up just keep everybody alive and this one was just not afraid to be like hey this character is really awesome isn't isn't this character really cool oh sorry they're gone they're off the table and in a very final way not there's no coming back from that unless we get into like multi-dimensional stuff so okay, one thing that I that I was a little I, I feel like if I had to think about the elements that were weren't exciting to me you know they set this in in the the fictional world of you know, uh, land of Corto Maltese mm-hmm. and which was actually mentioned in Batman 89, if I'm not mistaken, the show, um, no, the, 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 movie. Oh, the, the Keaton movie, T- Tim oh. Burton, Tim Burton. Yeah. Interesting. I think, um, and I think it's in the comics too, but I, I just, the, the whole, you know, just like, 
you know when they went when they went to the the, the encampment that that uh, Alice Braga is in mm-hmm. and they're just like like killing all these like people mm-hmm. and it's like look I'm all for I'm all for gore I'm all for you know hardcore action and stuff but it was just like I was just kind of weird just like killing just these like random people and stuff and like like these these hardcore kills and it was like I don't well, know like, I, it was an ego they were ego killing right and it was just kind of weird though they were just like these like normal kind of like 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 latino people or something like I, I i don't know there was there was just something kind of like there weren't like fighting superheroes or villains or anything yeah and i think some I, I mean not you know not that look they decided to set it in this this place you know and that's what they did but it was just like uh you know the whole the whole like dict- dictatorial thing, and then Harley Quinn's whole little like romance with that guy. I, I thought that was kind of like what, like, what was that all about? I mean, I guess that was kind of to show her like her like bad taste in men or something that she she quipped on. You know when she when she kills him. Yeah, but basically, I like just, if I, I meet just, another Joker, I'm just gonna kill him. It was just I don't know. The whole thing was just like why did why did why was this the setting? Like why 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 is you know like everything else is like pretty cool but like why are we spending time with all this shit yeah uh, well plus all those people were like innocent too they weren't even like bad guys that um was, like, the jokes right were... right right and then the leader who's like presumably was friends with all of those people that got brutally killed was just all on board like right away that's like it's like picture you're at a family reunion and someone just like slaughters the whole family and says, Hey, you want to go to Applebee's? Oh, sure. Let's do it. Yeah, it was, I mean, not, look, it was just strange. I, look, it wasn't, it wasn't it well, was, well written right was, there. Yeah. I think there was just, a, there were just certain things about it that I feel like could have been done a little differently and maybe felt more satisfying. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that I think if anything, that was that whole bit with Harley Quinn and that guy was the was the segment where I was like, kind of getting a little bored. Oh, like where he uh, wanted to like marry her. Yeah, it was or just, just like why him. why what was that about? He just like had a thing for her because she was like Harley Quinn. Because she was like anti America. Right. Because she just kills people in America. And, and then she like the status quo. And then she brutally kills him, and then they swap to like a different a different guy. And then, like, they don't just immediately kill her. They just, they want to, like, get information out of her. <laughs> and then the guy, the guy like, turns his back and is, like, texting, like, with his back turned to her. I don't know. That was, that was a little. Well, I don't think this movie's going to win any awards for writing. No, or... I know, I know, I know. I'm just <laughs> but, saying, But, you know, like, I, I agree. Totally... It's, they could have just not done that. Just not, yeah, just done some of that differently. But, that, yeah, that's all, those are all, those are all, you know, nitpick gripes. My nitpick is like they're all villains and they all got locked up for doing some seriously heinous stuff. But we don't really think of these characters. They didn't really like spend any time talking about that. They're just like they're all locked up. But like they all did horrible, horrible things and hurt people and killed people and maimed people. But then we're supposed to be like rooting for them. I'm still like not over that hump where I'm like rooting for them to like live necessarily i mean i guess i guess that's what the movie wants you to do is forget that these are villains you know and just sort of accept the the reality of you know 
you know, moral, uh, moral grayness, you know, and just sort of that they're antiheroes and all right, all right, they're bad guys. Just love them. Right. You know, just, yeah, I guess uh, so. Um, but if anybody died or got, it was just like, well, world's probably a better place without that person in it. Uh, right. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess that's the, I'm thinking like the government in the movie. Right. Right. Yeah, they're expendable. It's the expendables with superheroes, basically. Um, I I did the one part that I actually did laugh at was uh, when he <laughs> the the TDK character, the Nathan Fillion's. <laughs> that was that was kind of funny. I could picture you laughing during that part. That was pretty good. <laughs> She's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he reveals his big superpower, his and it's big just his arms just and he just like smacks at people. Like he's not he's stronger. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty good actually. <laughs> that was he's pretty just, funny. It's like bones was... are exposed. Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, just like face smacking, and then they start shooting his arms, and he's like the body part of him's like. Ah. Yeah, that, that was that was pretty good. It was good. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was it was it was very fun. I liked I liked um uh what's his what's his name Doctor Who, the Doctor Who actor Christopher, Christopher uh, oh, whatever right. um, what is that guy's name um, Christopher. Brainy, no, I don't know. What's his name in the movie? Uh, damn it, it's not Christopher. Christopher Eccleston was Doctor Who. It's it's David. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Get here, David <laughs> Capaldi. Peter Capaldi, thank you. Oh, Peter Capaldi, the he, thinker. David Capaldi. <laughs> David Capaldi. We're new. We're new at this. David Desmalchian was the, as the polka dot man uh it was yeah the thinker peter capaldi peter capaldi he was uh peter capaldi was good uh king shark was just a big stuffed animal you know with voiced by sylvester stallone way better than killer croc in the original suicide squad oh there's no comparison killer that croc killer, was killer croc was so stupid killer croc was 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 like was like the quint was like the was exactly that kind of like aesthetic like that mentality that went into that first movie it was just like this like kind of gangster like vaguely right. gangster kind of like dumb brute and it was just like oh god give me jeez james Gunn. they're like you can use any character you want you want to bring the croc back he's like nah i'll pass on that one yeah i'd have brought him was... back and blown him to shit in that opening scene didn't he didn't he die in the, in the other one probably i don't even i don't remember man give I think uh, I think he might have. Um, yeah, this is this is this is a very fun movie. Um, I feel like all of the the core characters, you know, some were given a lot, obviously a little a little more to do than others, but they didn't they didn't you know give anyone they didn't shortchange anyone necessarily. Like in the first movie, there were a couple characters where it was like I don't even I don't even remember a damn thing they said. Like like Slipknot and like. Right. Uh, uh, katana, like, did, did they even say anything, or do anything interesting? Or do anything? Right. Yeah, no. I mean, there was just a bunch of. So this was this was definitely more concise. They had reasons, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I will say one thing I really really liked, and apparently, the so the the the, the Starro, you know the the Starro the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Um. 
you know, apparently that in that was in the comics way before, you know, uh, Giger ever did the the face hugger thing with you know with with Alien, right? And uh, I thought that was very cool. I, I'm 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 a, I'm a sucker for like you know zombie hordes, you know, being mind controlled by some central command, you know, the Borg kind of. St- I, I love that. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was kind of like purposefully cartoony, but also kind of menacing and creepy at the same time. So it was like, oh, this is like a big fun thing going on, but it's also like kind of terrifying. It's like these weird alien starfish grabbing your face and then like entering you into this hive mind. It, it was cool. I thought it was, that was and that, and it was like was a really kaiju funny, yeah. size. It was like we're talking Godzilla, man. This was some right, big right. big villain. I didn't quite expect. I knew there's like some spoilery stuff in like trailers and stuff like that. I knew he was coming, but the the amount of spectacle that we got with that creature was pretty awesome. I kind of wish that I got I I kind of wish I watched that on the big screen actually. I'm sure that it was that it was way more impressive to actually look up at. Yeah, so you did the the HBO streaming, HBO Max uh, streaming. I sure did. So did I. You know, I feel bad because I'm always telling people you can only watch a movie for the first time once, so mm-hmm. make sure you do it right. And I'm usually pretty big uh, nudger to get to the theater and see movies, blah blah blah. But you know, with this pandemic, just like I don't, there's too many, there's too much unexpected out there. Plus, for the past year and a half, this is what we've been doing. It's just normal. So I was just like, you know what? I'm I'm exhausted. I think I'm just going to hit play tonight and watch this thing. So I did. So, but yeah, I agree. I think this would have this would have been a fantastic theater going experience. That that whole thing in the end where she where she plunges into its eyeball and that she's like underwater, you know, it inside like, of its Yeah, it was like jumping into so, a pool sideways. It was so cool. Very cool. That was very cool. And that all was those a little things cool, cool like visual. all the rats were going in there like nibbling at its like veins and stuff. That was very cool. That was that was that might have been my favorite part. That was very cool. Yeah, I think Ratcatcher Two was the standout, even though there's a lot of characters going on here. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he had said that this was like that she was the heart of the movie, and right. she and she was. I mean, yeah. she. I've uh, never seen that actress before. What? Who's that? Daniela. Melchior, I guess Melchior. she's 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 a Portuguese actress, and I guess she she you know she hadn't really been in anything, uh, in the in the uh, the Hollywood system. The, the Hollywood system? What are you eighty? The, <laughs> the Hollywood. Well, but how would you put it? Matt is this girl's not part of the old Hollywood system yet. Uh, she's fully engaged <laughs> now, and uh, she's firing on all cylinders as that uh, rat catcher uh, too. Well, she did. She did a fine job there. I would have said Danielle. she hasn't been in an American movie yet. Yeah, but doesn't that is that like saying the Hollywood system? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we can both agree we should have seen this in a moving picture house. I agree. Uh, <laughs> and da- Danielle Melchior did very good. She was she was very likable. Uh, she was clearly the. You know, she was, she was, a, a, uh, you know, the fact that, again, you know, the fact that she's a, a criminal, you know, she's in, in, incarcerated for doing something horrible. Those rats what, what did was something it? horrible. Was it a rat thing? Is that why she was in jail? I don't know. But she was just so sweet. It was just like, why is it, what, what did this girl do? Yeah, like, she what did like, she do that was so wrong? I think they kind of, they just, 
glossed over. Like I would have liked just a rap sheet or something. Like why are they all here? Like you know, like just I think that would have maybe made us care about them less. But at this, but still, we know they're all in like the highest of security prisons. They just take take a Watiti over it. Yeah, he's rat catcher one. Right. But just take that little wand away from her. That's all her power. She's not even like a, she doesn't speak to rats. She manipulates them through technology. Right. So she's not really like super anything. She's just controlling a stick. But they like her. The rats like her. That one did that had like a little backpack on. That was pretty cute. That was cute. That was cute. Yeah, I like that character. Um, I wish Weasel was in it a little bit more. Well, he was in it more than you thought he was going to be. It's true. That run, <laughs> that run at the end was perfect. That's just like, yeah, that had to be the most fun thing to like edit and just watch him like flop away into the sunset. <laughs> just like so ridiculous. Um, any standout characters besides Ratcatcher Two? Like out of like out of this whole ensemble, who? Who wore it best? I mean, I, uh, who wore it and best? While you burp up your leftover Gerbert or whatever, Goober, you eating that Goober shit again? That peanut butter jelly mix? Nope. I, you'll never guess what I'm drinking. You melted down Goober and you're drinking it with, a um, like tequila in it or something. It's watered down apple juice. Really? So I decided to give give uh, cranberry a little a little pause and see how I never, did with the apple juice. <laughs> never have I met anyone that is a juxtaposition between so old, one of them um, Hollywood pictures versus so young, drinking your watered down apple juice. I'm a I'm an anachronistic uh, this is... anachron- anachronistic Adam. You got to find the middle, man. You can't be doing this baby Gerber shit and this old man routine at the same time. You got to find your middle. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Well, put the juice box down. <laughs> um, so wait, who was it? I, I wasn't listening. Uh, who's what? Top two, top two characters in this movie. Uh, I mean, I thought it was admirable that they, uh, you know, that they just threw some something in there like like Polka Dot Man, which is just absolutely ridiculous, mm-hmm. and they just just ran with it. I mean, I I like David Dasmalchian. They didn't they didn't really give him very much to do, other than just kind of he got his dance. Be, uh, he got that dance scene. He, that was yeah, so good. but that well that was that was the main thing. Yeah, that was like the main thing that they gave him. I lo- he had I did some good like one liners. I did like yeah yeah I did like the. The, the, the shot of the him seeing his his mother as all the uh as the team that was that, that was funny that could have like not worked at all that could have backfired because that scene was almost not funny at all it was almost too much but i but i think it's still it was still funny I, i'll agree it landed but like while it was on i was like this isn't and then before i could like finish my thought i was like okay i kind of like chuckled at it yeah because it was just like such a horrible stereotypical looking mom like it it was just like but i think that's that's see it was all about the casting you know it was like it it was it was was a visual a visual joke and uh should they have revisited mom in huge form was that funny or was that too much 
Did they do that with Starro? That's right. Yeah, they did. Yeah, he like blew Starro's one of Starro's legs off, but it was like his mom's ankle. Right. Because no, Bloodsport's think... like, look, your mom, and he's like, ah. No, no, it was good. He got to he got to sort of uh, conquer his his demon at one last time before getting smashed. So he probably killed his mom in real life, right? Yeah, I'm I guess that's that's what, they, that's what they were implying. Yeah, he yeah. was such a he was such a man. If they if they ever decide to do like another Psycho remake, he it would be a crime to not have him be Norman Bates. He is right. such a Norman Bates kind of guy. I mean, how old is he though? Like Norman Bates, that's Malchian. Uh, I'm just saying he's like that. That that's kind of what he was playing in this. He was kind of playing like a dude with with. Uh, you know, uh, what's what's the word? Uh, mat- matricidal tendencies. Matricidal tendencies? Is that your band name? Yeah, what do you think? Um, I think it, what is the word you're looking for? It's something different. It's a... Uh... That's, that's matricide. That's what it is. Okay. Right? Um, mattress Mart? Mattress smart, mattress man. Well, he was really good. I agree, um, but he didn't make it, so that's oh. a shame. No, he did not. Neither did neither did Peacemaker. Oh wait, yes, he did. Yeah, that you know that was shot yeah. later. Yeah. Well, after they decided to see, I don't understand this. This how? So it's like they killed him in the movie, and then. Like someone said to him, "Hey, did you ever, would you ever think about making Peacemaker into a like?" Or, or he thought about making it into a show, and then they they greenlit that, and then they added that post credits thing in there. I, I don't. They had to have. My question is, okay, I have to unpack this. They could have just done a prequel because he was well established as Peacemaker. They could have just done this. The TV show that, could have been the story about how he got in jail. That's what I. That's what I thought it was going to be that that's done like that's so duh that's how you do it that's the show you can hire them back do your show blah but they wanted it to be a true sequel so they basically have this whole thing between these two characters Idris Elba's blood sport and him about who's the better shot and then technically he wins and that's like a really big moment but it also immediately contradicts how good of a shot he is because it didn't kill him and I don't want any bullshit about like, but no, he's an old softy. He sh- he's so good that he shot him in just the right spot where he knew he wouldn't kill him. I don't think did, so. Did he get like smashed in the castle too? Like, didn't he like? Oh yeah, didn't he the looked... castle like get blown to shit? Yeah, it seemed he seemed pretty dead to me. Yeah, he got shot, and then the and then the the whole place blew to shit. I don't, you know. Was he wait? Wasn't he the one that was gloating about his small bullets? in the beginning yeah it was true and so he actually had the bigger bullet in the end yeah it's just kind of a funny like weird machimo like argument about who's got the bigger you know what but like in reverse it's like who's got the smaller bullet and it turned out idris had the smallest bullet which between the lines is the biggest dick right Right. Well, I I, you know, I like I like Idris. <laughs> I liked I liked Idris a lot. Uh, 
you know I he like, was a, he was gonna play Will Smith's character. Uh, well, that's I've heard I've heard different I've heard I've heard that that was the case, but I've also heard that that wasn't the case, and that they you know I've heard both. That's a that's a conflict. That's a conflict. Um, I've heard that they said you know they brought in dead dead shot what was his name Bloodsport, and, and just Deadshot. said yeah so that Deadshot could come in and if, in the future movies or something I don't know. Man, if we get Idris Elba and Will Smith in a movie together, in a, in a Suicide Squad movie, game over, man. That would be awesome. That would be cool. I like Will I lo- Smith. But he's just, there was just more compelling. Like, even just that one little shouting scene between between Idris and his and his daughter, you mm-hmm. know? Like, like, that was way more compelling, I thought, than anything between Will Smith and his daughter in the, in the other movie. Right. You know, so. It was a little more forced in the first movie. It didn't feel super. It didn't feel like an authentic relationship. This is, uh, yeah, yeah, and and uh, it felt it felt pretty. I mean, her her character was, I guess, supposed to set up his relationship, you know, with with Ratcatcher two or something, and uh, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't know. know. I I I look. It it just it worked way better obviously than the first one and i think that right off the bat i was i was so i was so impressed with that but then i thought about it and i was like well wait a minute but that doesn't really say much and then i kind of readjusted but i still really liked it it was still very good yeah i don't think you've answered my question about your two favorite characters i think i asked that like 20 minutes ago and you might have asked it like twice already i think i've done it twice as well um (laughs) I mean, is that too? Is I mean, because there's different layers for a movie like this. It's like some people had better lines than others, or better moments, but they weren't a better character on the whole. But but maybe they didn't have an opportunity because they got killed I, so quick. I actually I actually thought that John Cena was very good. Really? I actually, you know, not not that I think his character was great, but I, I maybe I haven't seen John Cena in in anything at all. And so I was maybe surprised that he was like a pretty strong like action lead guy. Yeah, he's like kind of what The Rock wants to be. Yeah, and I was I was actually I think I was surprised at that. Not not that his character was amazing or anything, but I think I was surprised that he that he held it down pretty pretty good. Yeah, he like held his own with this awesome ensemble cast of people that have been doing this much longer than he has. Um, if I had to say a, a breakout, uh, like the main character, I mean, I, I, Idris Elba, Idris Elba was good. He was great. I'm, I'm so glad he's in a DC movie. He was pretty great. I really liked Idris Elba. Um, uh, Joel, yeah. I mean, I, it was just, it was just see, seeing Joel Kinnaman and Idris Elba and John Cena, all, you know, it was just like, you know, they were just all kind of, kind of muscle dudes, you know? Beefers. Uh, yeah, beefers. I liked, um. I liked Idris Elba a lot. I like Ratcatcher too, and probably I mean, the easy answer. I, I I like these animal creatures. So like King Shark and Weasel. Like right. it's a to- it's a toss up for those two though, because they're kind. I like them for like similar reasons. They're just these weird like human looking weird creatures. I don't know. They're just they're just it's just strange. It, it adds like just the right amount of bizarre to a movie that makes me happy. Yeah, kind of cute, you know. Hey, King that was pretty, Shark. That's yeah. pretty good. I don't know. King Shark. <laughs> uh, King 
Is this a hand? <laughs> You've been practicing. Yeah. So I, lo I love my Demolition Man, dude. Is that his best movie? It's probably my favorite Stallone movie. I'm not even joking. It's in my top couple for him. I love Demolition Man. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. It's it's so good. Snipes versus Stallone. Yep. Wrote a I wrote a paper on that in college. Did you know? Did. Let me guess. B minus. For demolition? Oh, my grade or or my my rating of the movie? Your school grade on the paper. Uh, I believe I actually got an A on that paper. Yeah, I think I was. I think it was a comparison between Woody Allen's Sleeper and Demolition Man. Really? I, I believe so. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's kind of the it's kind of the same you know setup. Well. Yeah. Prove it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Prove it. Yeah. I um, got two final questions for you. Sure. One, did Harley Quinn need to be in this movie? No. Did she make it better, worse? She she made it consistent with with uh, with uh, being a DC thing. She's kind of like you. She's the glue. She she is kind of the DCEU glue. So she okay. ma she made it. She's she's good. She does it. She does a solid job. Uh, I like Margot Robbie. Um, you know, but it's you still. I, I feel like I still haven't really answered your question about what the standout characters were, because I don't. I don't really know. You just I think started it was listing just, them all. Yeah, and I think that I think the answer is 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 that it's just really the. It's just a true ensemble. That's you good. know, it's That's it really answer. just it really just is that that they all kind of are there on the same level, elevating each other, but no individual character necessarily steals the show. Uh, and I it's think, uh, and I think that for that, I think as an ensemble movie, it definitely does its it does its job. It's like the ultimate compliment of this yep. movie. Yep, it's a true ensemble, like Friends. Like Friends, you can watch our Friends the reunion episode if you go back in time, and it's uh, it's really great. It's really great. I loved it. Loved watching that. If you want to hear our thoughts on the Mandalorian, listen to Friends, the reunion episode. Um, right. Last question. Yeah. Where does the Suicide Squad go from here? Do we get another movie? Does the upcoming Flash movie mix things up? Everybody die, well, come back? If they're, I mean, the way that I would envision it is that, you know, this is this is the start of a sort of, I would think that it would be kind of an, an, an anthology thing where we're going to keep getting Suicide Squad movies with different squads, you know, and different directors possibly putting their, their stamp on it. You know, I, I would James Gunn will do it again. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, he'll probably, he'll do it, yeah, whether or not he does it again or again and again, but I think that having, you know, other directors come in and kind of do their Suicide Squad seems to me like would be a smart move. It'd be cool you if know? they're all like loosely connected. Like whoever does the next one kind of takes totally. some of these characters and then totally. kills half of them and then keeps going. Totally, you know, like a, yeah, James Bond Bond esque, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to, you know, literally connect to one another, but but they're all sort of in the same, you know, uh, ensemble 
ensemble superhero movie universe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I th- I would like to see more. I would like to see Suicide Squad two by James Gunn. See what he see what he does. Get in maybe a few other characters from the first movie and get some fresh. <coughs> Bless you. Could not hold that in. Apologies. Hey, do you say um, bless you or health or gunzuntai? What do you do? Health. What's what? The hell is that? <laughs> never. I've never. Never in my whole. Oh, is that what? Is that, uh, oh, okay. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> health. It's like good. Like to help. Like to help. Basically. Oh, to help. Health. <laughs> so I've been saying health to Desmond, my one-year-old, when he sneezes. I just yell health at him. Wow, he's gonna he's gonna have a warped perception of reality, man. It's gonna, yeah, he's no gonna... more warped than if I said bless you. That's got all kinds of baggage. I know, man. Just just saying though, if he starts telling that to his his schoolmates, it's gonna health. Things, things can get weird. Well, you know what I'll tell him to do to those schoolmates? Huh. Turn the computer off because it's all digital true yeah that's yeah or just punch him in the mouth yeah that works too yeah nobody wants their teeth knocked out no but then you could just say health health yeah health. <laughs> knock, knock <laughs> a kid's tooth out and then say yeah. health and then spit on him yeah, and sp- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm a good dad yeah clearly 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 <laughs> health health uh well, what do you have anything else to say about the Suicide Squad? No, it was a breath of fresh air. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I think it's ranked at least in my top three movies of the year so far. It's really good. Yeah, I I enjoyed it very much. I'm so glad that it was not that it wasn't a, a Wonder, Wonder Woman 1984 kind of thing. Woof. Oof. That one. Hey, where does this sit? That's that's something I was like. Of the DCEU movies, to me, this is like top 25% for sure. Probably probably somewhere around Wonder Woman-ish. Yeah. No, it's definitely top top tier DCEU. To me, it's like Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, maybe The Suicide Squad. Uh, I would, for me, Wonder Woman is, is probably, probably my favorite. Um, I would say this is maybe... We're t- yeah, we're talking about DCU. Um, yeah, your maybe second favorite, I'm probably guessing. my second favorite. Yeah, I would say that. I mean, that's great. This is the problem with DC, though. Like, what they need to do more than anything is just hit reset. But for every few stinkers they got, and they're like, maybe we should just call it quits. Then they come out with some movie, and then it does really well, or people love it, and then they're like, wait, let's keep doing what we're doing. It's confusing as hell, but that's we're right, going to keep right. going. We have Aquaman too. I totally forgot about that. That's right. Aquaman. Yeah, but is Aquaman it? is success to warner right, brothers that right, made so right, much fucking right, money right, dude right it's just so weird to think that they're all in they're, they're all in the same vague universe yeah like so, the suicide squad is in, like in the oceans of suicide squad aquaman swimming around doing all kinds of shenanigans with willem dafoe right right yeah um there we go there we go is that all you got it's about all i got all right adam roth that's it All right, Jason Fury, that's it. Health. Health.